We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is to hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More of. Uh, today, I'm here with my good friend, Tyson, and we're going to be talking about what he believes the world needs more of. Sir, first off, thank you for joining us. Second, I'd love thank to you. know, what do you feel the world needs more of? Uh, man, that's a good question, Jared. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me a part of the show, man. It's a great honor. Man, uh, there's so many things. A uh, very, very broad question, but uh, if I was to narrow it down, I just think it would be a good thing for just us all to just reset um, and just, I think the selflessness factor in most of us is what could really help everyone out a little more. You know, what what's my purpose here? What What's my purpose for someone next to me versus myself? You know, just factoring in others around us um, as much as we... Uh, factor in ourselves, you know, and uh, if we, I feel like if we did that a little more, you know, it would just, just allow energy to just circular, you know, just, just make a, a round, you know, uh, a roundabout for a lot of us, you know, just peace. It'll bring peace to a lot more of us, you know, and, and I, I think we get caught up in ourselves so much, you know, that, uh, and, and you know, our day to days, I think that we just don't give enough time into thinking about, hey, what, what but what is this person thinking? What, what are they needing? You know, how could I be of service, you know, to my environment? You know, um, I think that would just bring a little more peace to uh, a, a lot of different situations that we might be uh, in. Um, I agree, man. I agree. And, and knowing you, I see how you bring this into the world. But in your perception, how do you bring more of this into the world each day? Man, so uh, just like I said, uh, resetting daily, man. Uh, I think just it's important because you know when I when I first get up, I just kind of try to meditate. You know, one of the things I uh, kind of learned from you, you know, Headspace. Uh, that's a great way to kind of just tap in and just allow your mind to just ease, you know, and just allow your spirit to just ease and just to breathe and to. You know, allow yourself to just manually reset and think about the things that are most important. Think about your body just, in, you know, to focus on yourself. What are you feeling? How's your body feeling? How's your spirit feeling? You know, uh, what do you need to do today? You know, what, what are some of the things that you want to accomplish? You know, start to tap into the things that need to be done. And so I think just starting there, you know, and just um, – bringing positive thoughts and allowing them to kind of sink in. Uh, I think that kind of 
is the, I, I guess, gives me the drive daily to kind of, okay, go out here and start walking in those positive thoughts, you know, actually putting putting action behind that, you know, um, because if, if I get up and I don't practice those things and I don't meditate, I can kind of put the cart before the horse in some ways and then I, I find myself tripping up over things that I shouldn't be, you know, in the smallest ways. So it's like, oh, let me just take a take a moment for a second. Let me slow down, you know, and let me just think for a second and just meditate. Let me bring myself back to what's important, you know, saying what do I need to accomplish? What do I need, you know, what, what needs to be done and how can I do that in the smartest way, you know, rather than, you know, going out here and just, you know, tripping up over everything that I do. So I think that brings me like a, a good way to, uh, you know, start my start my um, actions in, in every way during the day, wh- whatever it is that I'm doing. Because there's so many events during the day that happen, you know, it's just kind of like a good way to, you know, remain uh, stable. I like that, man. I like that. It's a great way to set the foundation that you can build the rest of the day upon. That's powerful. Yes, sir. I like learning that about you. Speaking of learning about you, I'd love to know what do you feel your wow factor is? What makes you uniquely you? And and maybe what are one or two moments in life that help shape it? Oh, man, that's a great question. Uh, I wish I knew the wow factor about myself. (laughs) I I know a lot more people that I have wow factors uh, about. But uh, no, to get right into it, man, um, you know, I think, it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Uh, I think I have a lot of talents, you know, music being one of the forefronts. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, um, I produce, you know, I write songs and all that stuff. But it all goes back to resetting into what's important in my life and just breathing out my thoughts and my, you know, what's in my spirit, you know, because that's like music is a way that I express those things, you know, but, you know, resetting uh, in this wow factor idea it's kind of hmm, it's kind of how can I say this it's more so of a it's a selflessness I will call my my uh, wow factor because you know when I am sitting down and I'm writing or I'm being creative in anything that I do I'm thinking about who's on the other end listening to this how are they receiving it you know how is this relating to them now sure if uh, I'm sitting in a room and I'm writing just for a hobby, you know, and I'm just doing something creative for a hobby and I'm just doing it for me, then sure, you know, that's just for me to get like a, oh, you know, you know, I I did this, you know, I want to feel good that I can write songs, but that's not the end goal. You know, my end goal is to inspire ultimately. So it's like, hey, why am I writing this? Who am I writing it for? How can I relate to as many people as possible? You know, when they receive it, you know, what are they walking away with that they can carry daily? You know, so I think that that kind of takes that selflessness that I was talking about in the beginning. And I think that's more of the wow factor when it comes to me. It's not the music or the creative uh, aspect of what I do. It's the selflessness that I can kind of reset myself and initiative, which is what we all possess. We all possess the same opportunity daily. You know, it's just about uh, taking the ego away and thinking about others and saying, hey, you know, I." but I think that... Uh, I think that I, I do a good job of, you know, remembering others and, and my purpose for being out here and, 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 and being an inspiration. You know, um, I think that's a little bit of my wow factor as far as just uh, submitting. I think I do a good job of submitting to um, my ego 
you get what I mean? Because uh, cause that's, that's the battle. That's half the battle in, in most of the things that we do, you know, and I think that is like the motor behind anything that I want to do, you know, um, just allowing that selflessness, that selflessness to carry me. And then, you know, through that, I end up, you know, people see my talents, but I end up learning more things and, and people end up bringing better things out of me that I didn't know I possessed. Uh, certain talents that I didn't know I possessed, you know, um, they they bring them out of me because they see sparks in me, you know, that I'm allowing to shine through me that I don't know are shining, you know, just out of, you know, if you would say it would be if it's humility or, you know, me not knowing or they seeing a certain innocence in that, you know, in my flaws, you know, even if, if, if it's a flaw that someone might see that, hey, you don't know so much about this. I'm opening myself up to be taught. You get what I'm saying? So when I say, oh, I think the wow factor is that, yes, I think that's part of my wow factor because a lot of people have um, a problem kind of submitting to their ego. And I think that I do, again, uh, a pretty good, a fairly good job of, of doing that, you know, because it just opens up so many other talents in me. And I find myself, again, doing things that I never dreamed or imagined that I would do. Um, and, and it carries me through life. It, it brings financial, you know, success in that. And, you know, just, again, it's, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's a great way to live. Man. I love it. I love it. And are there any key moments that stand out that help shape that in you? Someone who might've taught it to you or a lesson where it showed up or a, a moment where someone handed it to you and you were like, wow, or, or a moment where you finally spotted it and you realized, wow, I was going about it one way. But then I realized when I went about it this way, it all freaking worked that much better. Man, I'm glad you asked that. I, uh, I have an example if I have enough time to give you. Um, there's an example of uh, I, I went to military school, you know, um, and I was uh, I did I was really hesitant about going at first, right? And um, when I got there, I just remember, you know, you jump off the bus and they just tell you to hit the ground running, you know. And so, you know, here I am. By this time, I had already started my music journey, and and I was. I was pretty good. I was making money, you know what I'm saying? But I, I did this because I felt like there was something else that I was supposed to do. And granted, my legal guardian, um, she wanted me to do something that she felt was more lucrative. So, you know, I just, I was a little confused because I was still young. I was around, around like 17 at the time. So, you know, she just wanted me to do something. So I was just kind of confused and torn in between what I wanted to do versus what my guardian, you know, who I call my mother, what she wanted me to do. So here I am. I remember the first night being at military school and uh, <laughs> we'd been exercising since we dropped, you know, and hit the ground off the bus, you know, like nonstop. And I remember boys on the bunks, it was about 30 other cadets in our platoon, you know, and, you can hear them crying, you know, you can hear some of them saying, I'm going home tomorrow, and, you know, I miss my mom, you know, here we are, 17, 18 years old, missing mommy and all this stuff, and it's just, you know, I remember thinking, man, like, am I really going to make it through this? You know, am I am I going to finish this out? You know, because here we are, I've got, like, nearly almost a year left in this, and this is the first night, and here I am, they're telling me I got to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow, and, you know, I, I'm used to waking up when I want, and, you know, I, I can't even go to the fridge and grab anything to eat, you know, when I want. I've got to wait until lunchtime and breakfast, you know, dinner, you know, to eat whenever they want me to. So I just remember thinking, you know, how am I going to get through this? So, you know, long story short, to fast forward, 
you know, I, I, uh, I ended up becoming the president of the academy. Hmm. And this was through reshaping and I have to, I have to reshaping my thoughts. I have to rewind back to what I was saying as far as, uh, that, that selflessness in the beginning. And I remember being on my bunk just saying, okay, well, these guys are crying. What am I going to, there was one below me, the, the guy on my same bunk that I shared with, um, uh, on the bottom bunk. And I remember saying to myself, you know, how am I, what am I going to talk to him about in the morning? You know, what, how can I begin to talk to these guys and get them in the right mind frame that we can get through this? How can, what can we think about that will make this time go by quicker? You know, and so, you know, I guess through time, some of the sergeants and lieutenants started to see this in me and I didn't know I was being watched and they promoted me to being a president of the academy. And I remember doing things like, you know, I would be walking past a platoon, you know, another platoon as they worked out and they dropped and did push-ups, and I would see them on the ground. And I know I didn't want to do push-ups. That was one thing I used to hate doing exercising. But I remember dropping and, and just doing push-ups with them just to give them some inspiration to let them know, hey, you know, I see what you're doing. I see what you guys got to do. But, hey, like to kind of give them an example of take the initiative, initiative to – uh, get down and drop with someone else if you see them, just to let them know you're there for them because we're all here together. And so I go back to the lieutenant watching. Uh, there was one specific lieutenant that would watch me, um, and just I didn't know I was being watched, but, you know, she she would just call me in the office, and uh, there's a lady, lady uh, lieutenant that everyone thought was just really, really hard, you know. But she would just call me in and just talk to me and see where my thoughts were at. Well, before I know it, you know, like I said, I had been promoted, but then she hooked me up with a, a guy that is still in my life. He's like a godfather to me. Um, he, he worked at the academy, and he was actually like a minister, um, counselor on, on the campus. And he would just pick me up, you know, randomly and, and take me off campus and take me around to stores and stuff like that. Now, that doesn't sound so interesting, you know, when you're when you're out here in a free world. But when you're on a, like in a locked away situation like a military school, there's literally it's literally like another world. Like there's literally nothing that you can do other than wake up, eat, exercise, do community service, go back to sleep next day, do it all over again. And so, you know, for this, you know, for this guy to do this and, and to choose me to just take me out on, you know, um, these adventures, it was just, it was just, it was just making the time go by even faster. And then when I would return to school, you know, these kids are asking me, you know, how, how did you get to do this? How did you get to do this? But I had to keep myself humble in that, you know, I had to keep myself, you know, driven to still helping those kids. And as you know, cause believe it or not, there were some older sergeants, uh, if you would, that were uh, leading us that started to, I see form jealousy to, you know, cause they thought I was getting uh, favoritism and stuff like that, but I had to remain humble and show these leaders that, Hey, you know, you're not going to get inside my head and make me get outside my character. I'm just going to keep respecting you. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And through that, I think, you know, even though sometimes I wanted to maybe cuss them out, you know, cause they would do things. They were very provoking, you know, they would do things just to try to break your character. But I just try, I remember just trying to, you know, hold my own and just hold my ego together and just to try to, you know, again, when I get on my bunk at night, think about the positive things and the, the most happiest moments, you know, that I had before I came to military school. What am I going to do tomorrow, you know, what, uh, to help someone, you know, things like that. So, you know, I'm going to wrap that part up. But, you know, just, those are some of the examples, you know, of what kind of helped shape me, you know, and not to mention, you know, the whole military experience that was, you know, that that did a lot. 
you know, the discipline and all that good stuff, but just keeping that mind frame, you know, of how can I help other cadets, you know, and, and through that, those, those, that respect level that was maintained was just second to none, man. It just that I got from adults, you know, and the other cadets and the changes that I saw through them watching me and through me just sitting back and listening to them when they were going through things or dropping and doing a push-up with them. It meant so much more than just the action. You know, they, they kind of, they it would give them time to kind of sit back and just think about, hey, man, this dude didn't have to do this, but he did, you know. And I saw through their actions that they would turn their, their lives around when they were in there, some of them. You know, and you can't change anyone, but you can, you can change yourself and you can, you know, remove your ego enough to try and be an example for someone else or to support someone else because someone else, you know, sometimes, a lot of times they need us more than, uh, basically you never know what the next person is going through. You know, sometimes their, their situations could be way worse than, than ours and our action might be the action that they needed to see for their change. So, yeah, man, that was just kind of like a little little nutshell example. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it, and I appreciate oh, it, and I respect the tar out of it. Um, oh, one big question. You mentioned this word a few times, which is staying humble. I, I, I'd love to know what's a moment in your life that you felt incredibly humble? Hmm. Good question. I think uh, I think let's 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 go to music. Um, I think when I, I there was one time where I got beside myself, and I'm gonna keep this short, but I got beside myself. And you know, when you get so good at something, sometimes you can you can't get beside yourself if you don't stay. And in my human uh, stay humble. And in, in my human experience, I kind of got overconfident in the, this task that I was doing. And then, again, you never know who's watching. So, you know, uh, long story short, you know, I might have thought I was was doing a task musically that I thought I knew, and then I slipped up. And uh, the person that hadn't been saying anything the whole time, you know, just showed me how everything I did was wrong. You know, and and, and it's kind of like, you know, just being overconfident, you know, kind of just it, I, I had to remind it, it that experience it reminded me hey this is this is why you got to stay humble because you know you could get overconfident and then you you could do a lot <laughs> worse for your situation rather than staying humble and soaking up you know more knowledge learning more you know uh becoming smarter you know in a lot more of a shorter period of time than you know being overconfident and uh and it's taking a lot longer to progress in whatever it is that I'm doing. So, uh, you know, that experience kind of just, you know, reminded me to just keep that humble, that, that humility and that, that humble process. Um, cause there's so many examples, you know, of, and like humbling examples, um, that I could give, but I just think overview wise, that would be my, my, my overview of it, you know, it, it's just, if you don't keep that humble mind frame, you know, you'll, you'll just slow your process down from learning so much more and, and, and being there for others. Uh, yeah, man, that's, that's kind of a nutshell. Mm, I love that. What yes, about, sir. what about an awe-inspiring moment 
just a moment where your jaw might have hit the ground and, and you just were inspired and in awe. Hmm. Man. I got to think about that one for a second. Um, an inspired moment. I, I, I tell you, yeah, I'll give you one. Um, and, and, and if you allow me to uh, I'll backtrack, because I told you about my, my guardian, my, my legal guardian. Mm-hmm. Um, what you guys don't know is my, my mother, I lost my mother when I was nine uh, years old to, uh, to AIDS, and I never knew my father, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this kind of had me in a very confusing state for a long time as a kid, you know, just how to figure it out or whatever. So, um Coming out of military school and going back to the military school thing, graduating there, there was a time that, you know, she had always told me, I want you to do aviation. You know, I want you to do, you know, I really want you to do aviation. I had a big brother that was was like a great mentor. He was a music producer. And he reminded me after I graduated, hey, man, you know, because to to, uh, give you this, I really started walking and trying to uh, go in the aviation direction coming out of military school because I was in that environment, but also I wanted to please my garden. So when I got out and I graduated, he's like, man, you, you know, you're, you're musically talented, man. You don't need to give up on this, man. Like, seriously, you've got this. And this is why it's so important to keep, uh, without going off track, this is why it's so important to keep people around you who will inspire you. And, and, and you know, cause they'll remind you when you don't remind yourself, you know, when we had those human experience, those, those lower moments that we kind of, lose the grip just a little bit when you start slipping it's important to have those people who pick you up and so he's like yeah man you're talented man you don't need to give that you know just give that away like that you know like yeah i understand you can go and make some good money in aviation but you're called to do music man you really get this so you know i took some time and thought about it and ultimately i did make the decision to just give away with aviation and just to focus on music now I remember my my guardian telling me, you know, and she, don't get me wrong, she's a great woman. She's been a great mother to me, like in every single way you can think of. But she was just being protective, and, and any parent would. She wanted to see me do well, and she wanted a stable future for me in her own right. So, you know, I had to make a decision. What was my purpose? You know, what made me happy? What fulfilled me? You know, so I ultimately wanted to do music. So she told me, I remember her saying, you know, well, I want you to do that, you know, and I remember just making that decision and going out on my own and leaping out on faith. Well, here I am, I fast forward two years, three years later, and I'm standing on stage with Kid Rock. And for me, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm here I am doing David Letterman, David Letterman, you know, night shows, and I'm doing, you know, the Jay Leno's and the, you know, uh, Conan O'Brien's and I. And I'm sitting here, and I remember it hitting me when I'm on David Letterman, like, man, you know, I used to watch this on TV. You know, like, and here I am standing right here. And, you know, I remember being told that, you know, I didn't really need need to do this. You know, like, I remember my own grandmother telling me, hey, you can't do, you know, this and that. You know, uh, or you, you can't do too many things because you'll never be a master of anything. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, well, think it's just so many things I could do out here because there's just a world of opportunity. I don't want to narrow myself down to one thing. That's just kind of part of being an entrepreneur. And and with me following through with that, 
you know, and all those thoughts hitting me at once, you know, just, it, I mean, that's just what I was thinking on the spot. Just like, man, if I would have stopped, I just wouldn't be here, you know, and, and here I am standing here in a place that a lot of people probably won't ever get to experience. You know, here I am getting a chance to, you know, inspire people through music on national TV and, and millions of people around the world are probably watching right now. And I'm standing right here because I didn't give up. You know, and that was kind of like an awe moment for me because here I am with these guys who I'm nowhere near as famous as, but they're needing my assistance. You know, uh, they're needing some type of service from me. So how can I continue my journey at this point? You know, how can I get better at this? How, what do I, how can I support these guys further, you know, in, in this moment? You know, I'm just going to keep trucking, you know, because um, I've, I've come this far and it's definitely for a reason. So that was like an awe moment, you know, and, and again, I didn't, I don't, I don't really uh, take those moments and get too, uh, too sidetracked by where I am because, you know, I always remember whether it's five or whether it's 5,000 or 5 million, it's all, it all starts with myself and, hey, what am I doing it for? Who am I touching? Who am I speaking to? And I have to, you know, uh, focus in on my talent or whatever it is that I'm doing right then, and, and it goes down to self. And it's like I, I'm not coming out here with an ego to be seen, but it's to, it's to relate this to someone, you know, to push, to push out these melodies, you know, whatever it is, to someone to give them some positivity. And for me to be able to have that platform at, the, at that moment, you know, was just, it was, it was just, man, breathtaking. You know, and, you know, it just hit me all at once. It was just kind of, it's very emotional for me, you know. That's awesome, man. That's powerful. I, I, I really love hearing that. We're going to take a twist here real quick. What's your greatest fear? Okay. Hmm. I think my greatest fear would be uh, I have a beautiful daughter, and a beautiful fiance. Uh, I think my my biggest fear is honestly my daughter um my daughter let me say this not being not being able to be there with my daughter hmm. um you know i know one day ultimately it will come but i i think just day to day with all the craziness going on you know um i don't focus on it but i think that's a fear of my i just love her so much that i want to be here for her in every way that I can. Uh, she's a big part of inspiration, you know, every day that I wake up, you know, and the things that I do. And uh, I think that's kind of like my, my my biggest fear because I don't really fear, you know, failure or anything or any of those things that I hear a lot of people fear, you know. Um, I think that's like my fear that I battle with, just not, it's not being, being here for her because I know what it is not to have a parent, you know. And, and you know, we still get through life. But I just, I understand what it is when you do have a parent that is very hands-on, how, uh, how, how beneficial it could be. So I think that's like my fear. Oh, man. I, I've, I've no doubt in my mind you're going to be there for her, and you already are in so many ways, man. It's inspiring watching mm -hmm. how much you love them and how much you care for them and how connected you are. Even when you're on the road traveling, you, you're, you're always oh, connected to them. You're always reaching out and touching them and talking and connecting and FaceTiming and it, it, yes, sir. It's, it's inspiring, man. You you found a way to keep that connection going no matter where you are in the world, and that that's admirable and that's awesome. Oh man, thanks, man. 
I wouldn't have any other way. Speaking of your little one and the future, what are you most excited about for the future? Man, I'm excited about just uh, walking in the unknown, man. And uh, for a lot of people, that would bring another level of fear. And, uh, you know, not knowing how much money you're going to make and, you know, and how, uh, you know, where you're going to go next in the world and all these things. I think just walking in the unknown for me is just very exciting. It, it, it fuels me. That's how I meet some of the most special people. Uh, like, I, I never would have. I never would have thought that I would run across you, a person like yourself, you know, someone that, you know, and, and not to get too personal, you know, but, you know, I, I do know you and I have a personal relationship with you, you know, uh, you know, just to have a great mentor and a great, you know, example and someone that actually understands, and, you know, without it being said in a lot of times, someone that's very, very wise. Uh, I, I, w- I never would have thought that you and I would cross paths, but we were in the right place the right time and just walking in the unknown i never would have i would never would have thought 10 years ago that i would be in vegas speaking to a room full of business entrepreneurs but there i was and, you know so i continue to uh just walk in the unknown because that's when i'm open to i feel my point of, of success you know if i if i keep that mind frame of waking up resetting doing what I do, you know, keeping my mind on my purpose and what I can do for others. I think that's where my world of opportunity opens because there are so many people out here with so many talents, so much, so much positivity, so many things that they can pour into other people. I want to be one of those people that is drawing from as many people as I can, you know, rather than I've got this one employer or two employers, you know, I'd rather just walk in the unknown and receive what the world has to offer for me because it's literally a huge world out here and uh, it's endless. It's literally endless. You know, with my, uh, with my experience, you know, business wise, I I have the knowledge and the, um, the wisdom to know what to do day to day to pay my bills, to, you know, look for business opportunities or whatnot, but walking in the, walking in the unknown allows me to keep that humble mindset that, Hey, you know, I'm not going to box myself into who I meet next. You know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm not going to stop. I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. I'm not going to stop because I hear a no here or I see, you know, something negative here. No, it's just keep going because something else is coming. That's for me. That's going to skyrocket me up another level, you know, um, not getting discouraged, man. And, and, and I'll continue to just walk, not knowing, what else is great because if i limit myself to one great thing that i might be reaching for yeah i'm I'm not saying that it's not good to set goals for yourself i definitely want to set goals and keep those at the forefront but i but i also want to keep a, a mind frame of walking in the in the unknown because if i set a goal and i say this is my end goal right here there might be something that's way bigger than that end goal that i set for myself out here for me that I might miss because I just boxed myself into something small, you know. So I just try to keep an open mind, and 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 I think that's that's like my mind frame when it comes to that. I love it, man. I love it, man. We're gonna switch to a different section of this interview, and I've loved what you shared so far. We're looking for more tangible. We call it nuts and bolts tangible practical okay. things people can use and there's so much you've shared already that's awesome and completely and immediately applicable here um but but we're going to ask first off 
where do you focus the majority of your life each day? Meaning what do you pour the most amount of time and effort and thought into right now? Hmm. Okay. Uh, day to day, um, it's, it's whatever I'm doing. So, uh, I just got doing a, a, a got done doing a set design for a film. I'm creative director as well. So whatever my, uh, task is for that day, uh, that's what I'm focusing my energy on. I, I pretty much have a regimen, um, daily that I get up and do, I make sure, you know, we eat and my daughter's good. I make sure I, uh, I try to exercise. I'm not going to lie. That's like not one of my things that I just, I'm the greatest at, but I try to keep that in the regiment, you know, as far as just going out and getting some cardio in. But for the most part, I just make sure my family's good. I get my work done, you know, and then I, um, I, I get my mindset ready for what I have to do tomorrow or, you know, the next week, whatever clients I have at, uh, that point for that week or, you know, two weeks, what have you, I just get my mind ready for this, for that upcoming thing and uh i just i focus my energy a lot on on uh what needs to be done with those clients and you know what what project i have in front of me um and just and just work it but pretty much day to day i do have like a system of waking up family work back to family and then uh mindset about the next day then it all over again you know even though the, the work you know, might change because I do a couple different things. You know, I just kind of try to keep myself locked in to keep in a, a balanced uh, day. Um, and my fiance, she she helps me to do that too. So, um, you know, it's kind of a lot of the things that I mentioned earlier as far as just keeping that uh, positive mind frame during the day because a lot of things try to creep in. Uh, do my during my uh, personal experience. Uh, daily, whether it's a task, you know, you have certain challenges that pop up, but just kind of, kind of, you know, push, press through, and keeping a positive mind frame, it all, it all balances out. I love it, man. I love it. And what would you say is one key to your success in all that? One key to my success. Um, can you just kind of give? Uh, reshape that question a little bit yeah with with the key to success what we're looking for is what do you think allows you to be successful you told us the routine and you told us mm -hmm. the mindset you told us the way you go about it um is mm -hmm. there any part of that that stands out where it's like you know what that one piece is really the game changer for me like that piece is the one that kind of locks everything else together oh, okay yeah um uh, I, I don't I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again, but I do think uh, the key uh, for me anyway it, it, it is it goes back to that that uh, that humble mindset, and I know I keep saying that, but you know I I uh, I, I listen to a lot of uh, gurus who who have a lot of top topics on like positivity or you know. Um, I really do a lot of research on, on building, you know, my mind, you know, so I think that's the key for me because uh, it's, it's, it's something outside of myself that constantly keeps me growing. You know, um, I do meditate again to, you know, revisit those thoughts and those things that I've learned, 
but I, I'm also doing research. I'm always doing research on YouTube. I'm all, also um, always doing things on Google, just looking up different. If something comes across my mind, like a new idea or a venture or anything, I quickly note it down or, you know, and, and I revisit it and I go and, and I research it, you know, because that's what keeps me growing. I have to be active in the things that I think about. I just don't, I don't allow my thoughts to just wander and get off track. I, I, I note them down. I make sure I do my research. If it's five to ten minutes later, if I'm in the middle of a task, I just note it down, but I'll get to it later in the day. You know, that's my key because uh, I don't put it like this. Sometimes it, uh, we hear things and we see things that come across us that we feel like we've already uh, heard about before or learned about from someone. Well, there's always so many perspectives to every little thing. So if, if I've heard one topic from this guy, and then, uh, and, and that's Joe. I might need Mike to uh, basically ex- explain that from another point of view. So I'm interested to know what Mike is saying on this same topic. So I'll go and, you know, if it popped up on my as an ad or something that, hey, Mike says this. Well, yeah, I might have heard it from Joe already, but I want to see what Mike has to say about it because he's going to say nine times out of ten something totally different, and he's going to list have some key points that are way different even though they're saying the same thing. So I, I, I guess my mind frame is just staying active during the day, uh, noting down all, anything that comes across my mind and just researching and, and you know, that that's what keeps me growing, you know, and, and you know, be, being humble and not being a know-it-all, that's what keeps me there. Because if I, if I felt like I knew it, I know it already, I would just, you know, treat myself like I knew it and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any need to go research any further. But, you know, that's like my key. That's that's my key, man. And that meditation, that that noting things down, writing down my thoughts, you know, researching and expanding my thoughts, you know. And then, you know, uh, again, I go back to what I said earlier. Those people, you know, making sure I, I I'm not the type of person who am you know. All right, I I, I am a person that can talk to a lot of people. Uh, you know, I enjoy people. I love people, but I don't keep a lot of people in my circle. And I think there's like very few people that I really trust. Okay. So those people, you know, I trust with my thoughts. I trust with my opinions. I trust with them pouring into me. And, uh, that, that creates an environment for me to be pushed constantly because I don't want to be, uh, slowed down or dragged down because, because of my submissive reality and because of that personality and that, that, that love in me, I want to give to everyone, you know, and then with them, I had to teach myself that, Hey, the way for you and the platform to save the world is by <laughs> like, you can't do it on your own. Number one, there's so many other people for different reasons. That's what we have billions of people for. But if you could do, if I can nail my purpose and, and, and I can, the, with a few people that are involved in my life, you know, help push me to my bigger reality. If I focus on those little things daily and I just nail those things, that is my gift back to the earth because you know, I'm doing what it is that I am supposed to do. I'm living my purpose. And then and if I get my things down pat, you know, with myself, you know, and, and that allows me to basically uh, open up to when when, it, when that platform comes to where I speak to, you know, different people, you know, like if there's a room full of 300 or 3,000 people, I've, I've done my day-to-day regiments, you know, to be able to confidently give you some keys, you know, 
I think that's I think that's my thing. You know, I, for that's what works for me. You know, those 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 little things, those those that I that I practice. You know, and and um, keeping my my thoughts and my people together. You know, again, it's my circle. You know, it's it's keeping my keeping a humble mind frame. You know, and and keeping my thoughts in order and and expanding on the, my thoughts by researching and doing everything that I I can to uh, just constantly keep growing. I love it. I love it. Your circle of influence, keeping humble and always watching those thoughts and searching for the good ones and hunting down more great ideas to learn and grow from. I love it. Yes, now, now, our final question is if you were going to give people one thing they could do each and every day to help kind of achieve that success in their life, which one thing would you tell them they could immediately apply and start doing each day that really help them experience that in their own world? Um channel i would say uh oh go ahead i said this is the tough one because you've given so many already <laughs> oh, no, so okay. many different okay. things but just nailing it down to like here's the one thing this one okay that's a good question though it really is um i think uh, focusing on for me i think it would be focusing on ultimately what makes you happy mm. you know what you know you can um look at others and see what makes them happy through your eyes, but everyone has their own story. And I think if you could just focus on, Hey, what, be honest with self and ask, Hey, what are my hurts? What, what are my flaws that I don't like about myself? Why don't I like this about myself? Is it because of what someone else thinks? Is it because I'm not comfortable with myself in the mirror? You know, what, but what, why, why would I, why would I want to change these things and what better would it bring me? You know, what makes me happy? You know, um, how can I turn this flaw into an, an attribute? You know, um, and and I think it starts there, like uh, channeling some of my ha happiest moments. You know, what, what are your happiest moments? And, you know, and, and going back to those pa positive thoughts, just keep reminding yourself of the positivity inside yourself. And, and, and how do I become even more positive you know how can i turn those negatives into a positive how can i be honest with myself about the things that i i disapprove of myself and not get down on myself start there because i think that opens up the endless possibilities the honesty with self because if you start there i believe you'll you'll gain so much more compassion for the next person you know, because you get to see that everyone ultimately wants to be happy. You know, even the even people that walk around with negative uh, thoughts and they display it through their actions or their words, ultimately they just don't know how to channel that. So I feel like if you just learn how to channel that positivity within yourself and, and to turn those those negative thoughts into positive thoughts, I think that would be the one thing to a great start of a great achievement to whatever it is that you want to do or you want to be. I love it, man. I love it. It's powerful and it's true. Oh man. When, when you can make those transformations happen inside of yourself, it's amazing how quickly your, your, your energy, your vibe, your heart and your soul starts to shine through and it just lights up other people's world. It gives them permission to do the same and it gives them permission yes, to sir. step into that and experience it. Yes, sir. That's awesome, yes, sir. man. Well, we're going to make sure that your social media, your websites, all, all, 
all, all your links for your music and creativity and all the amazing things you produce and, and push out to the world. We're going to make sure those are in the show notes for today. So if you want to learn more mm-hmm. and, and connect, uh, please go to the show notes, click those links, go on over, check him out, follow him online, connect with him. He's got amazing art to share, amazing gifts he's putting in the world. And, and, and finally, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, man, thank you a lot, man. I hope this uh, helps someone. Uh, <laughs> I know it's kind of all over the place, but I hope it definitely uh, reached somebody. So man, thank it, you for uh, having me. Man. You're so welcome. It was heart-filled. It was powerful. There was passion in there. And there's a lot, a lot of stuff to take away. I have a page and a half of notes over here. So I know everyone listening oh, is going to be hopefully writing this stuff down and applying it in their life and, and, and finding a way to channel everything you shared with them. So thank you, thank you. And to everyone who took oh. time to listen in, Thank you so much for sharing a little bit of life and love with us. I look forward to seeing you all next episode.